Welcome to Mike's Camera Action. I'm your host, Carl, and I'm joined by my lovely guest, Gavin. Hey, how's it going? Good, good. How are you going? Yeah, not bad, not bad. And so this week, we went with the choice of yours, so we went something pretty new. Yeah, still in cinemas. Uh, was released, what, like two weeks ago now? I, th- I think so, yeah. like real recently. So we went through John Wick 3 Parabellum. Yes. So have you you've seen have you seen the last two John Wick movies? Of course. Naturally. I've I've written actually a couple of blog posts about the first one. Really? Yeah, way back when I was doing screen study stuff. Yeah, just because of the uh, action and particularly with the first one, how they used the guns mm. and how realistic it was. Mm. Like that's what grabbed me big time with that yep. one. And so I've obviously kept watching them. Um, mm. And yeah, so mm. went and watched the third one Sunday night. Pretty good. Yeah, I liked it. <laughs> this one was really good. I was like, so I really, I, I really like the John Wick movies. Like once mm. again, I've seen the past two as yeah. well, and there's just something about how well they do action in them that yeah. you don't get much. I haven't really seen it much outside of um, your sort of Shanghai films, where you know a lot of the people are involved in martial arts just mm. in their as their lifestyle, and so you know the stunt choreography and the fight scenes, they're all Done with a purpose. Yeah. Whereas, you know, a lot of them these days are aimed more for your hero shots. Mm. You know, like you think your DC, your Marvel, like you've all got your, particularly with your DC ones, the fight scenes revolve around your hero shots. Whereas these fight scenes revolve around pushing the story forward. Yeah. Even if that story is just murder everyone. It's just pushing a person closer to murdering more people. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Which honestly I'll take for for two hours of of, uh, runtime. It's just like all right, this is non-stop. I'm into it. Cool. Yeah. No, like and all three of them go like in order, like one after the other. It's like maybe like a minute or so gap between the end of the last film and the start of the next, which is quite great and I'm looking forward to being able to just sit down one day and just watch all of them. Especially since they teased like the fourth movie, or not even teased, just went. Released, hey, by the way, fourth movie. Day, yeah. yeah, like just it goes straight into it. Like mm. you can see just the exact point where it's like, okay, this is gonna pick up. Next one's gonna do exactly what this one did and pick up exactly where it yeah. left off. But just up the ante a little bit. Oh yeah, just because you, you got to keep going up. It, yeah, it's it's fallen into the trap of the sequel. Yeah, in it's made a lot of money in its first run. The sequel made a lot of money, mm. so now they're just going to keep making it until it stops making money. <laughs> so which is... I can't wait for the John Wick Cinematic Universe, guys. Uh, <laughs> 20 movies and a TV show? Yeah, probably. <laughs> uh, I'd be down. Uh, it, it, for, for me, like, it just falls into that trap of the yeah. sequels, as I said before. And like, it's, I'm not a fan of that. Yeah. Like, I love... You know the original content that it started with, and being mm. like, you know, the studios being, yeah, we'll take a risk, we'll do this. You know, it's got Keanu Reeves, so it's going to pull in money, mm. and then yeah, it's just kept going from that. And I don't know, I just want to see more original content, yeah, being put out Fair. on the big big screen. Mm. I mean, like, yeah, I can go watch indie films and all that sort of stuff, and I do, yeah, but it's hard to be able to just go randomly on on any day and be like, hey, let's just go watch this random new film that's got very little to do with anything else that we've seen before. Yeah, you do normally just get sequels and franchise movies. Yeah. That's kind of the way it is now. 
unfortunately. Mm. But you get some good original stuff out there every now and again. Like, that's what the first movie was, really. Yeah. yeah. So it's all about developing. It, everyone just wants to be the franchise. That's it. You got to have one. Yeah. You know, it, 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 it makes the money. Unfortunately, yes, it does. <laughs> I, was, I was honestly expecting them to go with the... Tr- like, when I when they announced a third movie, I was expecting more of a trilogy. And I knew that yeah. there was a TV show coming, but I didn't realize that they had already gone There's for... a TV show coming? Yeah, they've got a TV show called The Continental in the works. So I'm assuming oh. that's like a TV show about the world of John Wick, not yeah. John Wick himself. It, it would be. Yeah. There, there's no way a TV show has a budget for Keanu. <laughs> with Keanu Reeves. Not unless yeah. it's one of these, like, new Disney Unlimited or whatever they are. Uh, TV shows like that. He, those those of more pull. Even then, I don't think they would. Well, I don't even think Keanu would stick around for that. Just because probably not. Yeah, like the amount of stress it would be to make those films, just yeah. like on his body and all that. Because, like, yeah, it'd have stunt actors, and there's mm. these days more CGI is just getting better and better. But yeah, no, I don't think that they'd have a budget for <laughs> Keanu. Good God, I don't think uh, anyone has a budget for Keanu for a TV show. No, no, because that's. A lot of filming. <laughs> yeah, I can't. E- I can't even fathom really. <laughs> one of my one of my favorite things. Speaking of like Keanu Reeves being just an awesome all around person, mm. I love the way people in this movie treat John Wick as a celebrity. Like all these assassins are like, "Oh my god, dude, that's John. That's the John Wick." Yeah. Like there's those two oh. guys from the raid, like right at the end, like yeah. the mini boss, yeah, who are like. Dude, dude, we get to knife fight John Wick. This is like the best day of my life. Yeah. <laughs> like, they're so happy to be there. Yeah, and like, another thing with those guys is that like, they do all like in this world do fight honorably. Mm. And so like, you know, they, they had plenty of opportunities like when he first walked in to, you know, just destroy the shit out of him. But they're yeah. like, nah, fuck that. This is, this is, this is John this, this Wick. This is the John Wick. I get to throw him through a glass cabinet and stab him? Done. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, it's like, oh, good times. <laughs> and and like, I, he doesn't kill them either. No, he doesn't. He lets those guys go off. Yeah. Although the, the whole be senior mm. is something that I'm interested in seeing how that yeah. actually flows out. Because like, I get that it's him saying, you're done. Mm. Stop. Yeah. But I don't know if it's also like possibly a thing of the Bubba Yeager will be back. Maybe, yeah, yeah, that's fair. Because I'm, I'm pretty sure there. So there are a couple. There are a couple of people in the John Wick movies who are like, you know, action movie stars. Like I'm pretty mm. sure those two guys are from the Raid. Yeah, like the Indonesian the Raid films. Yes, yeah, I've I've seen them. Yeah. Oh, you've seen. I've I've been really wanting to see them for a while, so I they should really go into good. that. Yeah, they are good. Like that's that's part of the thing of what I said earlier about um. Mm. You know, I don't see that sort of fighting and that yeah. cinematography sort of stuff outside of like the Singaporean Southeast Asian mm. action films, and yeah, you know, the raid is one of those films. Yeah, it's really good. <laughs> yeah, I, I I gotta check it out. Like, if it's anywhere near as good as the action in this, and even like the action, this yeah. is real. It, it's all it's it's very flowing, but there's also like some great. Like little tidbits of comedy almost in there. Yeah, yeah, they definitely throw a lot of comedy. Like I'd say a lot of comedy in there. Yeah, like it's essentially like the first one was a straight up action revenge flick. Mm. The second one started throwing in bits of comedy. Mm. The third one's gone. You know what? We know that we're pulling in money. Yeah, regardless of how this goes. You know, we've already got the TV show set up. We've got another film coming. Mm. Let's just. Throw in some fun, funny one-liners from you know yeah. a bunch of people, and you know, 
make people squirm a little bit at times, but dude, the I, I I can't remember what it was. It's like an antique weapons store, basically. Yeah. And they're just like smashing cabinets, throwing knives at each other, and there's something like over forty knives just tossed back and forth in that scene. Yeah. It's brilliant. I it loved is. it. It's it just is. like five dudes funneling down this corridor, and they're just hurling knives at John Wick. He's dodging them and like catching knives and throwing them back. Yeah. It's beautiful. Like just it, they're it racing is. the punch glass. Yeah, I love that sequence. It, that, that it's super early on, but I just thought like there's such an element of comedy in this. It's mm. ridiculous where they're just tossing yeah. knives at each other nonstop. It's like he knows he's in a rush to you know make a weapon and build a mm. weapon so that he doesn't you know die. Yeah, and you know, he pulls apart two different guns and Frankenstein's one together yeah. and ends up putting one bullet in them. You know? Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's. Um, I'm pretty sure that was a reference to the good, the bad, and the ugly. I. Th- think quite possibly with, yeah with especially like the rotating the cylinder to the click i'm pretty sure that's like a recre- i'm pretty sure that's a reference to that and quite there's a possibly, few yeah. of them in there yeah um, oh, they're, like they're... like the most obvious one is we need guns lots of guns i was like okay yep there's the matrix yeah. like throughout the one-liner yeah no it's, it's got a lot of one-liners and like I'd, I'd say it pays homage to a lot of yeah older action western films because mm. i mean in a sense this is kind of a western as well a little bit yeah it's got like, some elements of it in yeah. there yeah but um yeah that that scene is just great <laughs> it's so beautiful mm. and then just at the end he just grabs the axe off a dude and tosses it the last guy left oh yeah so good so gory i love it yeah it's it's not one for the people who don't like blood <laughs> no there, there's also like one of the things that really threw me off as far as like gore goes where i was just like oh fuck they really did that was when they switched to um during like the shootout the continental mm. and they switched to the shotguns yeah. and he just blows it like the anti dude's head just goes off onto yeah. the wall i was like fuck i didn't realize we we're getting that brutal let's go <laughs> uh like i i anticipated that bit like that sort of extreme brutality yeah. coming out of it um mm. and Definitely when they picked up the shotguns, it's just like, okay, this first <laughs> shot with the shotgun is going to be utterly brutal. Oh, yeah. Because it's a thing of, you know, they're walking in being like, yeah, we're bulletproof. Mm. Like, yeah, we've got, you know, some chinks in our armor. Yeah. But in reality, we're like bulletproof. And then, you know, shotgun to the head <laughs> just obliterates him <laughs> all over the floor. <laughs> that That entire sequence in the Continental with, like, basically a whole bunch of dudes in complete bulletproof armor yeah. was awesome. It like that was. mixed up the dynamic of just John Wick going, all right, dudes, clack, 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 take out this guy. Yeah. Bam, bam, that guy's dead. And to, to the point where it's just like, oh, now I have to use a gun like a ranged punch. That's all mm. he's doing. He's just like taking shots at people yeah. to knock them back enough so they can move to another bit of cover. That's it. It's beautiful. And then there's a sequence in there when they're in the pool, like when he, when he falls into the pool. Yeah. That was awesome where it's just like those moments where it shows the physics of the bullets like only traveling a few feet before diving yeah. off. Yeah, I, I loved that. Um, I don't know if you've seen, uh, do you know uh, Smarter Every Day? Yep. Yeah, so have you seen uh, the AK Underwater? I have actually seen that one, yeah. Yeah, like I, I saw that and it's just like they've actually considered, you know, a lot of real-time, yeah. real-life physics in a majority of this stuff mm. i'd say about 80 percent is real life physics yeah i yeah <laughs> i'm just thinking of the end where he tumbles off the roof and yep. I'm like yeah no way <laughs> nah that wouldn't you wouldn't survive that <laughs> it was like eight stories into a into a fire eight stories bashing his head 
embody yeah. different fire escapes in New York, and it's just, ugh. I was just like, yeah, he's going to walk this off, but he's fucking dead. Yeah. <laughs> like, only explanation at that point is John Wick is a superhuman, mm. which I wouldn't, well, would not believe it. I mean, as much as this world is based off of our world, mm. we don't know what if they are all, you know, built humans built the same way as us. There, there is a possibility that, you know, they actually did ha- do have a super soldier serum. <laughs> <laughs> we got to wait for the fourth when they get into the real deep origin story. Yeah. We just saw, like, his, like, Russian pseudo family. Yeah. Was it Russian? I don't think they were Russian, but they were, like, Eastern European. Yeah. I can't remember exactly where from. Yeah, neither can I anymore. Um, I did find it interesting that they were um, his ticket to yeah. get out. Um, how that was implemented, because um, you know it was a cross, mm. but they burned it into his skin upside down. Yeah, no, it, I, I, thought that was a, I thought that was a really cool. I thought that was really cool, like imagery for that one. Oh, it's it got like beautiful. the crucifix on his back as part of his giant tattoos, and they yeah. just go with yeah. It, it it was it was definitely interesting. How I they mean, the, the entire that. film is beautiful. Oh yeah, I mean if if you're able to you know go through gore, it's a beautiful beautiful <laughs> film. <laughs> mm. Yeah, um, I. There's always, like, the second one and the third one have two of my favorite, like, locations for a shootout, mm. which is in the second, there was right towards the end, the Hall of Mirrors, yeah. which is, like, this art ex- uh, art exhibition that's yeah. just, like, mirrored walls everywhere. And then the glass one. And then one this, this one, one was the glass yeah. room, where as soon as, like, as soon as Winston shows it, and he's like, oh, we use this uh, room only for special occasions, I'm like, yeah, like, boss fights, right? So, where you can <laughs> see what's happening under the table. Yeah. What's the thing, and... And yeah, so th- as soon as you see that, it's like, okay, someone's got to have a massive fight in here. This is th- that th- there is no other possibility other than somebody's mm. gonna have. There's gonna be a you know awesome sword fight in this room. At that point, I don't think swords were. No, well, I, I was ex- kind of I was expecting more of something with Winston, but then they kind of turn. Then they kind of like turn that over. It's like, no, no, yeah. we're we're friends. We're we're still friends, right? Yeah, and then they push away from that room and come back to it later. Mm. One of my favorite characters in this movie, or in all three movies, is the concierge, the Continental. Yeah, I love him. He's great, and I'm gl- and and it's really cool that we actually got like a bit of him kicking some ass in this movie as well. Yeah, we actually kind of saw him be more than just a butler, essentially. Yeah, and yeah, it was that was great. I the one thing I wish we got more of in this movie though was those scenes in the first two where we get like a touch of it in this, where it's like. Ah oh, yes, sir. Here is the here is your weapons for today, like that kind of thing. Where he's like going yeah. through like like an like an armoring up well, type montage. Where in this one he just goes, uh, the you know here's the here's your handgun. We'll come back. Shotguns, armor piercing. Here you go. Like it's very it's very quick in this movie. In the first two, he had access to all of the Continentals. Yeah, and the world of the assassins, mm. um, the high table. He had access to all of that stuff. He yeah. wasn't you know excommunicado. Whereas this one, he was essentially on his own the entire time mm. and so he didn't have access to any of that gear until right up at the end and at the end it was just sort of like you know it's not a time to you know go and sit around and uh, yeah i know but i was really leisurely. i was really hoping for it like we get a little bit of yeah. it but it's like a very we gotta do this something quickly and mm. i get that it's keeping up the it's trying to keep the pace of the movie where it's where this is like the climax this is yeah. the end so they're just like all right we gotta quickly go this is the setup go yeah like that's what they're trying to do I, yeah. It's still like that's one of my favorite things from the past too. Where like in the oh, second one, he's just yeah. like, "And for dessert, sir," and whips out like the M4. Yeah, <laughs> I, oh, I just love that so much. It is. Yeah, it's it's done great. I can't. Mm. I 
the the only thing that I can fault it to is mm. f- me personally is that it is quite obviously a sequel film. Yeah, of course. Like that is literally the only fault, and but, like that's not a bad thing. No, really. But it flows. I I think they've done a great job of like sure enough. They keep doing sequels, but they flow in really well from the last one. Yeah. Like, this one begins minutes after the second one finishes, mm. and it does a great job of just feeling like it belongs in that part of the story. Like, yeah. when when two ends, I'm thinking, like, okay, that's exactly where I'm expecting it to go. I'm expecting mm. it to... I'm expecting it to be a story about John Wick on the run, and that's what we've got here. One thing I do find interesting is that there are a couple of scenes from the trailer... Mm-hmm that weren't actually in the movie. Really? Yeah. So in the trailer, um, he essentially f- was went and fought a sumo. Oh. With a I, sword. I did like, not know Outside this in the park. Oh. Like, it, it felt like it was one of those first ones where it's like, you know, the straight after two ends, like right in that sequence there. Mm. Like, there are two fight scenes that should have been there that were in the trailer that huh. weren't there. Must have Must have got cut. For uh, for time or maybe like probably just didn't time fit in, but look, oh, I'm hoping that there's probably like an there extended might be some, edition. Yeah, there might be some deleted director's scenes. cut sort of thing. Yeah, that would be really cool. But oh, just entire fights that weren't in the movie, and it's just like, oh yeah, we cut them together. Here you go. Yeah, that'd I, be great. I think I'm actually going to go out and like physically buy copies of the yeah. film, but like all the two previous films when the third one comes out. Yes, just so I can have those like bonus scenes and extra stuff. Yeah. Because, like, I've watched them mostly through, like, Netflix and Mm. that sort of thing. And then, obviously, in cinema. Yeah. Um, And so, you know, you don't get that extras with, you know, Netflix or anything like that. It's just you get the film. If you're lucky and there's, like, an extended edition, you might get that. Mm. But more often than not, you just get the standard theatrical release film. Yeah. I would love to see the bonus features from this movie, like some behind-the-scenes stuff. That would be awesome. Like yeah. I, want to, I want to see some of some more of like how they did it. One of my favorite things when um, Atomic Blonde came out mm. was they showed how they did that. They had like behind the scenes footage of how they did the um, one of the like longer takes in the movie, yeah. where it's like her flying in, where it's like um, Shelley Theron flying in an apartment. It goes like, okay, so here's all the camera movements from A to B of like this sweeping shot through the apartment. Here's the part where she like kicks open the fridge and knocks mm. this guy, and um, here's the part where you throw him through the coffee table. And it's just like such a really well done. Sequence so, that they were just like, ah, here's how we did it. I haven't seen Atomic Blonde, yep. but uh, from your description there, I'm assuming it was kind of like a one take. It's it's a very yeah, it's very similar to this yeah. in the action style, um, cool. where it's like yeah, yeah it's it's very yeah, very so, similar. So it'd be similar to like the uh, first season of Daredevil episode five, kind of yeah, hallway fight scene that feels like it is just one take. Yeah, even though it's not. Yeah, but that it, yeah, it you got feels you're... like it's a long take, and like afterwards, you feel quite you feel like the viewer feels exhausted by it because you're just like, holy shit, nothing has changed. It's just continuing <laughs> happening. There, there's a scene in that movie that's just takes place on a stairwell, as it's just three like three people brawling out in the stairwell, mm. and by the end of it, I'm just like, please, just kill him already. We've been here for so long. Yeah. I'm exhausted. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, no, nah, that that's. Like it's good when you get that, yeah. It but oh, it some... can be bad. Like I, I haven't done well. I like... haven't personally seen an action sequence that is like that and bad. Mm. Um, but I know that they're out there. 
yeah, in in that kind of movie, like just have, having one of those long takes is really impressive, and mm. it's just. And, and I mean, in any movie, oh a, yeah, a single long take is yeah. But but when it's like yeah. a continuous fight scene, there's just something about that that's very visceral. Yeah, but yeah. Um, just because you can see, like, you're seeing the physicality, you're seeing them actually get tired, even though yeah. they've rehearsed this and they do it over and over again yeah. throughout a day. It just it is it you it makes you feel exhausted. Yeah, exactly. It it is, yeah, it puts it puts a it puts a strain on like everyone involved. Where you're just seeing like two people wear each other out, and to the mm. point where just they're just like on the floor, like just slowly beating yeah. the crap out of each other, and you're like, "Good God, this is so stressful." Yeah, yeah. And like at the same time, like you can kind of most of the time get in the headspace of you know why they're still fighting. Like, yeah, you're sitting you're sitting there exhausted, but you know that you know if you were fighting to your fighting to the death, which mm. most times you, they are. You would be, you would do exactly the same thing. Like you would yeah. fight until you physically either you die, you win, or you can't fight anymore, and you're both just there, exhausted, laying on the ground. There was something I was really hoping would be in this movie, like super early on, that never came up. That I really wish did. Yeah. So there's that moment where John Wick becomes excommunicado, mm. and there's that 14 million dollar bounty put in his head, where they're like, "All right, y'all kill John Wick, you get a bunch of money, easy done." Yeah. I was like, everyone in New York is sitting there going. Oh shit, John Wick's on the run. All right, let's let's fucking get this guy. Like it seems like 90% of New York is hitmen. I was really hoping that at some point we'd just get a cut to some dude in his apartment watching TV, gets a text on his phone saying, "Hey, John Wick's excommunicado. You want to go kill him for 14 million bucks?" And he just goes, <laughs> "Fuck no." Yeah. <laughs> no <I'm> like, way. <laughs> you see it in a lot of the faces of them? Yeah. Like the ones that you see is like you know, they look at their phone, they look down, and they're just like, fuck. I'm a kill John Wick. It's like, uh-uh. am, am I going to kill John Wick? <laughs> it, is my life worth trying to get $14 million? I, I just want to see the one guy who goes, nah, <laughs> not going to try. And just puts his, puts his shit away and goes, I'm just going to sit this one out. I'll well, go kill a guy for $2 million tomorrow. Like the next guy on that list was worth only two million, and he's like the second top uh, yeah. top dog. In in reality, we did see that in the previous film, did we? Yeah. So um, I can't remember his name. The king, I've forgotten his name, but um, one oh, of the pigeons, what, the Lawrence Fishburne's yeah. character. I don't remember the character's name. Yeah. yeah. So he technically did that when he had John Wick in the second film. Yeah, with that's the, true. With the eight million bounty. Yeah. And was just like, I ain't gonna kill you. Mm. I ain't gonna help you that much either. I'll, I'll give, give you, you a gun. I'll give you a seven bullets. Good God, that was a that was a great sequence as well. Mm. Which really the worst, like this movie showed that the worst thing you can do around John Wick is come at him with any kind of weapon. Because if you do, he's gonna take it from you, use it against your friend, and then use it against you. Like I mean, everyone who comes in with a knife or a gun in that movie immediately gets disarmed. Yeah. He takes it and shoots some other dude and then turns on the guy who brought it against him instantly. I, I do like where we were actually kind of shown part of the background of how he was yeah, how he got to that point. Mm. Like we saw as he was walking through uh I feel like it's Romanian. Maybe. Yeah. It feels very kind of um, stereotypically Romanian, like yeah. film trope Romanian sort of thing. Um, but they're doing like judo consistently mm. until essentially I'd assume one of the kids can't do it anymore. But like as kids and 
Yeah, so that sort of shows, you know, how he's learned to, you know, properly disarm and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. But, I mean, the mistake that they all made was going against John Wick. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like, hey, hey, you, you want to you go murder John Wick? Go halvesies? You know, split split 14 million between the 10 of us? Nah, nah, you're just going to die. <laughs> mm. sh- sh- shouldn't have gotten out of bed this morning, kiddo. Sorry. Yeah. I want to hear your opinion on the whole uh, Casablanca okay. aspect of it all. Yeah. That, honestly, that, that was the slowest part of the movie, mm. was just going to Casablanca. It had a great sequence in the middle of it with uh, Halle Berry and her dogs, yeah. which are awesome, and worked into that fight really well, which, goddamn, they hate dicks. Um, <laughs> everyone get, got, I got mean, just like, nut bites. I fully understand. <laughs> oh, I get it. <laughs> like, from the character's perspective, you know, training the dogs to, you know, go for the body and then, you know. Yeah. Rip the arm off, or you know, yeah. rip the dick off. Yeah, it's a, it's like, a disarming shot. Clearly, she has had a fucked up experience with mm. men in the past, and mm. in this assassin world, nobody goes to therapy. <laughs> you, you, know, you don't if they see just like, talked it out. I'm sure they'd be you know, a, a lot better. You don't get like the Tony Soprano or Michael De Silva like, all right, hey, Dark, listen, I'm killing people again. <laughs> well, like it's just they've got. The characters have complex emotions, yeah, which is you know great, mm. and you know doesn't happen in this sort of film, you know where it's a lot of just you know action, 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 action. You know, all you really need to know for your character is you know, okay, why are they fighting? Yeah, and you know the first one for a dog. Yeah, anyone who has a pet no, would do exactly <laughs> that if that happened. Yeah, and you know even though it was uh, the second film's motivation was different. Yep. It was, um, yeah, interesting to mm. see the characters actually have a backstory that we don't know about. Yeah. That we kind of learn about. And I like the way they kind of sprinkle in a bit of John Wick's like past yeah. in each movie. Like in the first one, we know assassin, his it, wife died. He was a, he was an assassin. He got out. Yeah. His wife died. Yeah, and that, and we get like kind of little sprinklings of it. Then mm. in the second, we get more of the continental and what that means. Yeah, and yeah. then the third, they go, okay, and here's a little bit of where John Wick came from. Yeah, and they also actually end up pulling it out, being like, you know, yeah, this is actually a worldwide, yeah, organi- organization. Yeah, yeah, two definitely teaches us that this is a sprawl. Like when he goes to Europe, it teaches us yeah. this is a sprawling worldwide organization. There's so much more than just a hotel in well, New York. You could argue that when he went to Europe in the second one, he was going because of a uh, mob family, yeah. essentially. You know, they were clearly Italian. Yeah. The Ruby Rose fight scenes in the second one. Just so awesome. I, and I, I like, love those sequences. The fact that they made it, she was deaf. Mm. And used sign language was also great. And I presume that it's actually um, American sign language. I didn't realize there was a difference. Yeah, there is. Uh, well, it's... Similar to how there's a difference, I guess, in accents. Okay. Um, you can probably get away with a lot of sign language worldwide. Yep. But obviously, ac- like some things are different, some way that you say words and stuff. Huh. I didn't realize there, was, there wasn't like a... I didn't realize it changes a little bit on region. Yeah. No, okay. I, I know a little about a lot of things. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> kind of like a jack of all trades, but it's knowledge. <laughs> Master of none. Yeah. (laughs) 
Speak, speaking of um, Casablanca, so what, what do you think of the Casablanca sequence? Um, I, I do agree with what you said earlier yep. about it being kind of the slowest point in the entire thing. Um, it ha- did have that good fight scene. Yep. It kind of introduced the fact that the coins that they use as currency is made out of Casablanca almost only. Yeah, that's it. Well, it actually shows us like, okay, there is a place that makes these yeah. coins. Like someone is minting them. But what I am a little sad about is we didn't get any, essentially, uh, molten golden crowns. Oh, he didn't just dunk like, he somebody didn't in dunk there. Anyone in there? Was, and, yeah. Now that now you bring like, it up, I yeah. That that would have been. I, I would have enjoyed Brutal. that. But okay. again, you know, Game of Thrones has already done it. Game of Thrones isn't on the rocky <laughs> is on rocky waters right now. But, but Game of Thrones did eight years ago. This is your chance to just be like, no, John Wick. John Wick hasn't chucked a whole, a whole yeah. person in a smeltery yet. Yeah. <laughs> next time, yeah, <laughs> next time he'll throw someone yeah. into a foundry like Terminator. The the one thing that I wasn't a huge fan of was the uh, desert. Okay, bits. like like the elder or whatever he was. Yeah, the guy who's above the high table. Yeah. So like, if there's a guy above the high table, then that means that the high table is not really the high table. It's yeah. Just, you know, there's someone beyond it. Yeah. Which I get. It's just I didn't feel like there's something about that guy in particular. I'm like that him like this ro- like this small tent of like five people and some dude mm. uh, are the people who are above everything else yeah okay it it just didn't feel right for that and hmm. the way he was essentially described to us is that he essentially just wanders around the desert and has other people wandering around the desert looking for people yeah like, what's he do with his life? Is is this yeah. all he has become now? Like, you're you're the highest of high points, and what you do is sit in the desert and like, like chopping off fingers. To sit in the, well, no, that was John. <laughs> yeah, I know, but like the, the finger I, chopping off yeah. was John uh, declaring fealty. Yeah, which he then, not even five minutes later, was like, "Nah, fuck, fuck this, that. <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> I lost a finger. I d- I can't wear my wedding ring no more." Yeah. <laughs> He's going to go kill him in the next one. Movie four is he's he's going to go get that wedding ring back. That's it. That's what yeah. he's going to do. Essentially, yeah. And Lawrence Fishburne's going to end up being the guy above the high table. Yeah, probably. And then we'll have John the Wick as it's the boogeyman. Back <laughs> the, as the boogeyman. The, <laughs> good God. He's, John Wick's never going to get out at this rate. If he keeps making mo- if these movies keep making money, he's going to keep being an assassin. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, that was kind of since from the second one, kind of uh, it was made obvious that that was the case is that yeah john's never gonna get out of this life no what, he that, got out once and he came back yeah and yeah. that was that was a big thing for the um for the doctor he visits early on in the mm. movie where the guy's like dude i was almost out i was almost out of this life and then you fucking show up in my surgery what is wrong with you no like, i don't think the doctor was gonna be out of this life he, he did he did say super early on that he, that he was almost out he's like he he said like, dude, I was almost I was almost out of this, and mm. then sure enough, John Wick shows up going, oh, uh, <laughs> excommunicado, you got five minutes, doc. Yeah, five five minutes to sew up two wounds. I, I I love that sequence where he's just like he runs out of time, so he immediately puts the tools down and goes, you're on your own, and then and then he goes, they're, they're never gonna believe that I stopped, so I need you to shoot me. Well. <laughs> The, essentially, he stops because of you know they yeah operate, the time runs out they operate under a code of honor yeah and like that is something that I do like is that it isn't just senseless killing yeah 
there's, there's the whole of the time. Well, that's <laughs> the reason why it was ex- excommunicated is because they've got that rule of like you don't kill members of the continental on continental ground. You yeah. take it outside, goddammit. Yeah. And he'd shoot someone inside their own grounds. Well, I mean, so. have you tried to clean blood out of carpets? <laughs> I, about- I get a lot of blood noses. <laughs> <laughs> that's all I have to say. It, it yeah. is not nice or easy. Like it's almost better, easier to just replace the entire carpet when that happens. <laughs> and like the just amount of blood, the, the amount of blood that would come out of a dead body is worse than just you know, oh yeah, some drops of blood out of your nose. Yeah, but yeah, I'd, I'd just replace carpet if I ever had a dead body. It's just too much effort. <laughs> it's what you roll them up in. <laughs> well, yeah, that's pretty much it. <laughs> Classic, it's easy disposal. Yeah. I mean, they they two for sh- one. It's it's that in yeah. <laughs> Do you have a fa- do you have a favorite kill in this movie? A curiosity. Again, not one that I saw in the film. No, but I saw in the trailer. Oh, uh, it was ex- an- another sh- uh, shot that would have been in with uh, guys full filled with body armor. Yep. Where essentially he's disarmed a guy. Um, he puts a shotgun to his chest, mm. clicks, he's out. Oh. He runs the guy up against a wall. Presses against the guy holding him there with the shotgun and just loads it up with one bullet and then shoots it. <laughs> oh, like just the brutality of that one. Yeah. Whereas, like the guy is there, like trying to fight and get out, but mm. he can't. There's and something he knows really. He's die. There's something really, really awful about seeing someone reload in front of in front of the person they're about to kill and then do it. Yeah. This movie had that had the scene where. Um, He's on like he's brawling on the ground with one dude in Casablanca, mm. and another guy runs up to him, and they all pull the trigger on their on their guns at the same yeah. time, and they're all out of ammo. So yeah. there's like three seconds of pause where they're looking at each other, and then race to reload the neck like another yeah. clip, and then take each other out. Yeah, another thing about so the good. reloading thing is I like how they all use the same bullets. Yeah, <laughs> like, it's important to keep it universal. Everybody in that world, their handguns all use the same bullets. No matter where they are in the world, it's all a forty-five caliber. Game recognizes game, man, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's just one of those interesting world-building mm. things that, you know, they've got everybody using the same type of ammunition that fits the same gun mm. no matter where you get your gun from. Yeah, I, I imagine like, there would be a bit of a standard going on, yeah. What, one guy could just go and get a custom gun, go against John Wick, and then John, when John's out of <laughs> hammer and he tries to just like, click, go, go ahead, take click, from me. Click, click. <laughs> at, at that point, he'd literally just, you know... Bludgeon them to death yeah. with said weapon. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, definitely yeah. it's a bludgeoning, but with, you know, probably through the eye or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> One of the most brutal ones in this is um it's in the sim- it's in the same sequ- uh, scene that you were just talking about then with mm. the sh- with the shotguns and the Continental, but there's one dude that he's like he's just brawling with he throws him over a bit of railing and then unloads like four rounds into this one dude and I was like yeah. dude take it easy you've killed him stop well like, it's so brutal the thing is like <laughs> you don't that you don't always die from gunshots no you don't and so like. But the guy was like, the, the thing about this one was, he he takes a shot at the guy, throws him over this railing, he tumbles down like all these, like mm. all, down this whole flight of uh, like, I can't, it was like in the laundry or like somewhere in the basement area where he just tumbles down, falls yeah. off like this 12 foot drop and just the entire way he's tumbling, John Wick's going, bam, 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 just taking shots at him. And I'm like, dude. I mean, he's clearly pissed. <laughs> oh like, yeah. He's working out some issues. <laughs> 
<laughs> the issue is someone killed his dog that his wife gave to him after she died. I, I also love that Halle Berry has that line. Like, there's that line in Casablanca where she goes, what, he shot my dog? And John Wick just goes, yeah, I know. I get it. <laughs> yeah. But, and the reason why he doesn't have her let her kill the guy who shot the mm. dog is because the dog's still alive. Yeah. Therefore, you get to shoot him. <laughs> yeah, you get enough. to shoot him. You can't kill him. You do what he did, except the dog was wearing body armor. Mm. He wasn't. <laughs> well, his leg wasn't. Yeah. <laughs> What do you think of um? I don't know the actor's name, but I know he plays Bron in Game of yeah. Thrones. Yeah, it was interesting. It was a similar thing. Um, when John Wick, the first one, came out, mm. um, oh, I can't remember his name, but the guy who plays Theon Greyjoy. Yeah, Alfie Allen. Yeah. Uh, so at that point, that was the whole uh, Reek and um, I've even forgotten what they called it, but um, Ramsay Bolton. Yeah. Like that's when that was yeah. being. Out and like it was a similar thing there, and it's just like, dude, why, why are you doing this? You had it good, <laughs> except back in when it was a uh, reek. Uh, like I, mm. I remember, I was just like, oh reek, you messed up <laughs> big time. <laughs> just like in that so first scene, it's just mm. like, oh, you done goofed, kid. Don't do it. Yeah, you you picked the wrong person. Like he he did pick the wrong person to. To, to, yeah, yeah, to really fuck over there, and and honestly, and it was like all because just... he didn't want to sell his car, yeah, which has now been utterly destroyed. I think oh, twice. It was, yeah, it was totally scrapped. <laughs> yeah, which God, yeah, just the the fact that of all the people he runs into at a gas station, it's that dude, like this guy from the Russian mob. Mm. That's it. That's the that's the inciting event for John Wick. Like the entire series, yeah. just one guy going, "No, I really like this asshole's car." Yeah. Like, fuck you, dude. And if he'd just stolen the car, maybe it would have been fine, you know? Yeah. If he hadn't killed the dog, yeah, he would have been fine. Like, just... Like, sure enough, take the car, but don't be a dick. Take the car, beat up John Wick. Yeah. yeah. Sure, you can possibly get away with your life there. Yeah. But, yeah. But I, I do kind of like how, in the world, it is a lot of a life for a life. Yeah. Like, mm. Yeah. Or in John Wick's case, many lives for one. Yeah. Like, hey, they killed my dog. So I killed 68 people in the span of of three days. Well, I mean, they could have just <laughs> given him the guy. <laughs> they, but, they really could have just handed him over. <laughs> like, take it. It's fine. It's yours. And, like, at the end, that kind of is what happened was mm. um, in the first one. I don't know the actor's name or the character's name, really, but the head of the, I'd say the Russian... Yep, mob in New York was just all like, you know, my son's here, go for it. <laughs> I I physically can't stop the boogeyman. Just take him. Yeah, <laughs> like that's that's pretty much his line. It's just like he killed a guy with a fucking pencil. Let him <laughs> let him have it. <laughs> go ahead, have yeah. at it, John Wick. <laughs> Don't come after me next, and we're good. <laughs> Which yeah. he does anyway. <laughs> well, he does because. That guy also then did try and go after John Wick yeah. after killing his son. Yeah. Like, he put a million-dollar bounty, I think it was, mm. on his head. God, it seems so small potatoes now. Like, million dollars back then, everyone's going for John Wick. F- f- you know, 14, 15 million dollars in this movie, and everyone's like, well, fuck, now I gotta go find this asshole. Yeah. I love the I love the table they've got, like, at the Continental, it's just... Number one, like most wanted, John Wick, hmm. fourteen million. 
Next guy down, two well, million. I guy beyond that doesn't even break a million. I don't think that was actually at the Continental. It wasn't at the Continental. It, well, it's it's at one of like... I think the, it's his own standalone thing. Like it's yeah. not at any of the hotels or anything like that. It, it's, was, it wasn't. It was some area. like... Yeah, it was some facility that like... It, it's part of the same network of yeah. assass- like international assassins. Oh, yeah. That's for sure. Yeah. But yeah, just no one came anywhere close to his amount. Like even mm. one, mi- like top three, only well, two people are over a million. When you think about it, he killed a member of mm. like the governing body. Yeah, and so it kind of makes sense that he has a high bounty. Yeah. In the second one, he killed. I can't remember the actor's name or anyone. I can't remember anyone's name. Um, but he killed the Italian mob. Boss, essentially, yeah, because the her brother didn't get it, and mm. you know he was an envious piece of shit, <laughs> asshole. Yeah, he, he fucked up. He brought John back. <laughs> <laughs> what, what do you think of um? What do you think of Winston in this movie? I love him. That's all. I'm gonna his say. his started to have more character. Yeah, uh, he's starting to have his own motivations come out and be yep. seen, and it's interesting. Um, I do like it. Mm-hmm. I do like him as a character. I like him as an actor. Yep. Um, how he dealt with John, he was an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was that was reasonable. Like, like, like I, reasonable, I get what he was going. I, I get what he was going for. I, I, I understand his intent. But it's John Wick. You got to confirm the kill. You got to go and put a bullet through <laughs> I, his brain. I mean, I don't think he. I don't think he was planning on killing John Wick in that sequence. Like, he would have known that. He would have known that Wick's like suit jacket is bulletproof. So he would have gone, yeah. he would have like intent, I think he was intentionally going for that, not plan, like I think he was planning on killing John Wick because there, there is that scene where he just goes, all right, problem solved, you know, dust off my hands, all good. Mm. And when they say, oh, well, his body's not there, he doesn't go like, oh, fuck, I fucked up. It, it, it seems like that was more part of his plan. I just think he has the confidence that he can stay safe from John. Okay. Because, you know, he clearly has a lot of, network in yeah. New York which is mm. where most of this film is based in yeah and I don't I don't think he fears John mm-hmm. like he earlier on he did literally offer him a gun to kill him with yeah and then that gun was the gun that was used to <laughs> to later shoot, shoot him, him off back. The... yeah yeah <laughs> but it's um yeah I don't think he's actually scared of John yep um I think he knows that John would rather go after the high table yeah. than him fair um, I mean, I'm pretty sure Winston's going to die in the next film. You think? Yeah, I reckon we're going to have a fight between John and the concierge. Oh, the shit, film. really? Well, the concierge, I think, would stay loyal to um, Winston. Yep. Brian, I honestly don't... Because th- we, do, like, we do get a fair bit of Winston's motivation and like what his thought process is in this film. Mm. And we do definitely see that, like, I don't think he's really that invested in the idea of the high table. I think he's willing to operate. I think he's more than willing to operate without it. And provided like to operate without it. Yeah. And I think provide like him and his business, are like, I think provide him and his business are like fine. Mm. I think he's more than happy operating without the international brand. Yeah. Like I think provided no one's causing trouble in his establishment. I think he's cool with it. I I, like, that's definitely where this next film's going to end up going is that, um, obviously, um, Lawrence Fishburne, is wants to destroy the high table and yeah. all of that sort of stuff. And, you know, there's probably going to be a scene where they literally destroy the table that John <laughs> cut his finger off on. Like, I, 
if if that isn't a scene there where you know it's like an afterthought of ah oh, the table let's destroy it or if the table is used to kill someone or, or if there's gonna be like if they go to where like if there is some sort of high table and they've got some sort of like you know bo- like boardroom meeting type thing yeah someone's gonna get thrown through it yeah <laughs> like, like the table is going to be destroyed yeah. in one way or another yeah and yeah definitely Winston is definitely more more than happy to just operate as a standalone. I I love that scene where there's the shootout going on in the Continental and you've got the concierge and John Wick going out causing hell mm. there and then whenever they come back to the vault Winston's just sitting there casually like just glass with, of brandy yeah. and dog. Like the phone will ring, he'll pick it up and just like mm. say nothing or one word down it just like yeah, come get me whatever. Click <laughs> like, yeah, it's so good. He's just like such a classy, like no fear type attitude about it. Yeah, definitely. I love so, him so, so much. what do you think about John not giving the dog a name? Oh, it's the oh the dog hasn't been named. No. Oh shoot, I I didn't even the notice. The dog's name is Dog. <laughs> I mean, it's utilitarian. It is. <laughs> you know, I don't mind. Um, I mean, I'm not even sure if he's the kind of person who would name a dog. Well, he named his other dog. Uh, Daisy, I believe it was. Oh, did the dog come? I thought the dog came with a name. It's quite possible the dog came with a name. Yeah, I think it had already been named. But I, I just find it interesting that mm. he he has this dog, which he got at the end of the first film. Yeah. Um, when he was in the kennels, stitching himself up. Mm. And, you know, the dog was the only one that wasn't barking at him. And it's just like, <laughs> you're coming with me. You'll do. I really like the scene with... um. With the taxi driver, where he gets into this cab, and the and of course it's New York, so of course the cab's not going anywhere. So it's he just like gives peak hour New York as yeah. well. Like obviously peak it's hour gridlock. New York, <laughs> and he just gives he just gives the cab driver one of the Continental coins and says, "Just take him to the Continental." Yeah, make sure it gets to the concierge. Yeah, it's just like okay, yeah, pay for the dog. That's all cool. Well, <laughs> like the concierge will take care of the dog. The thing There's is, no hit on him. Yeah, he he doesn't. Yeah. If that dog dies. Whoever kills him is going to die in the most brutal oh, fashions. Yeah. That, like exactly, like you don't go, you don't go killing John Wick's other dog. Like, you I just mean, don't do that. You just don't kill dogs. <laughs> oh, in general, yeah. Don't, don't kill dogs of assassins. I, I mean, unless it's a ginormous, unless it's a enormous bulletproof dog that's coming for your ass. <laughs> no, even then, you've got to eat <laughs> like, good God, no! The, the, it's the, gonna bite your dick. The dog deserves to live. Just shoot yourself in the head. <laughs> let it eat you. It's a good. It's a good boy. You let it. Exactly. <laughs> the most ridiculous kill in this movie. I'm just I just thought about it then mm. was probably the fact that John Wick kills two or three dudes with a horse. Yeah. <laughs> like literally, just slaps a horse and goes that guy. <laughs> well, I mean, they're not necessarily dead. Uh, definitely brain damage. <laughs> I, I don't think they're getting back up. That's enough. Not anytime soon, yeah. no. <laughs> like, you don't get horse kicked in the head and then just go, all right, let's go back to killing again. <laughs> oh, no, fuck no. Like, the, the medical bills on that are going to be insane, and they're, yeah. not, they're not coming out of it the same way. <laughs> no, he's dead. But, well, I don't think that they would all be dead. Well, dead enough. De- dead enough. De- but... Dead enough. <laughs> not dead dead. What do you, if if you had to take a guess for what the uh, how they're gonna try and top that in John Wick Four? What do you think? Some sort of aerial fight, I reckon, is where it's gonna go next. Oh shoot! Okay, so, like like pa- like so, some skydiving thing or John Wick's gonna have to try and swipe the parachute off a guy. Yeah, I reckon that's gonna <laughs> happen. 
Oh, you like, know what? That would be dope. It's sort of in my head where like the next ante is mm. going up. It's like you've had a lot of ground fights, mm. you know. You've had horseback fights, motorcycle fights. Mm. Where to next? On top of cars? Nah, it's a little bit too improbable. <laughs> Skydiving after a plane is going down or something like that. Yeah, more likely. I could totally see that. Mm. Like, it, it's just the levels go up, sort of like the... Uh, Improbability, like the improbability, yeah. is going to start going higher and higher now. Yeah, I'm, I'm thinking this is going to be like this is definitely like the Fast and Furious of action movies. Yeah. But I can see that's kind of where it might eventually well, start mean, going. Well, I mean, the Fast and Furious has turned into an action movie. Oh yeah, it is. It started off as cars. Yeah, and, it get, and, and they're then... pretty ridiculous as well. We, I'm pretty sure the Rock pulls a torpedo with his bare hands in a in the la- in the latest one. It doesn't surprise Fucking me. Fucking dope. <laughs> like it's 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 a I haven't seen the latest one. Yeah. It lost its pull on me. A car drives out of one skyscraper into another skyscraper. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, was that the latest one? I it might like... have been the one before. Yeah. Yeah. I was about to say, the one where... Um... I'm really not good with names. <laughs> Vin Diesel, Paul Walker. Paul Walker. Yep. Um, where he died that, in the That was the it. last... Yeah, that would have been the last one he shot. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, in that... In like, that was the last one that I watched. And it's just sort okay. of left me like... I, I watched it because just, you know... Yeah, it's it's the last Fast and Furious movie for Paul Walker. Yeah. yeah. And so it's sort of a thing of like, I watched that just out of respect, I guess. Mm. And yeah. it, it was just a thing of like, why? Why is this still happening? And <laughs> because why is it they happening haven't, like this? Because they haven't done like a, like a, like, like an Odin type uh, device in space that shoots cars into the ground. They haven't done that yet. So when they do, <laughs> that'll be peak Fast and the Furious. And I can't mm. wait for John Wick Five in space. <laughs> no, Five won't be. In, it would Five wouldn't go to space. Six maybe. Six maybe, but not Five. <laughs> it, it's the only logical place. Eventually, they have to go to the final frontier. <laughs> yeah. And then Seven, they'll pull a Sharknado. And go time oh, travel. Oh, dude, John Wick through time. He's going <laughs> to fight the Founding Fathers. <laughs> oh, that's, that... that's going to be horrible when that happens. <laughs> if, if it gets to that point, it's just, it's, it's, it's had enough. Hey, it depends it's on just... how they use time travel. Could be good. It could be good. But, I mean, uh, t- time travel in action films just doesn't work that I, well. I imagine if time travel existed in the world of the Continental... It would be exactly like Looper. Yeah, it I, would. That's exactly what I picture. Mm. So thanks for coming on, Gavin. It's no been worries. a pleasure. Yeah. And we'll see you all next time. Bye.